Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Oh, tonight we got them. Goldie, the Sulk, and JC. And it starts right now. Next oh. week. <laughs> no, not yet. We're not oh. done. First joke of the day. First joke of the day. It took me by surprise. <laughs> oh, God. I, it was funny because I was trying to stifle a burp. I saw as that. As we were starting. Yeah. And, and. It was perfect. You know, it's, Goldie jumped in to cover that, which is excellent. <laughs> so blah, blah, blah. Typical disgusting display podcast for writers by writers who hate writing. Um, and I want to talk about something right up top because JC, uh, and you'll have to, I hope you can name check who sent this to you because a friend uh, sent you a yes. clip from another podcast called uh, We Might Be Drunk, which I've heard of. And that's um, like Mark Norman and another uh, a couple of New York comics. Very funny guys. And it's one of those podcasts that's like, unlike ours, is incredibly successful. Yes, There's a lot of people who, who, yes, it had hundreds of thousands of views when <laughs> yeah. I was looking at their just their YouTube. So I can only imagine the podcast does the same. But they had on British comedian Jimmy Carr, who um, is one of the, you know, I, I would say the handful of the most popular comedians in England and has been for a couple of decades. He's, we have a, a friend, Anthony Jesselnik, who we sort of came up with in comedy together. And, and unlike us, he's experienced uh, immense success. <laughs> but the thing about Jesselnik, if you watch him, he has hard jokes. He has great jokes. They're hard jokes. Jimmy Carr is like that in England. He has really great hard jokes jokes and cool. um you know his specials are hilarious and offensive and all that stuff so he's a guest on this we might be drunk podcast and out of nowhere he starts talking about our podcast yes he Whoa. says like yes he says i don't know if you know he's telling the the other comedians of course they had never heard of us <laughs> yeah but no he, sorry, did he yeah. set it up by going okay here's the most obscure thing I know. <laughs> yeah right 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 that yeah the turd in the rough so he starts talking about the show 
He almost gets the title right. He says a a typically disgusting display, which is a totally forgivable mistake, especially for someone from England who's never heard of the original Johnny Most line. We'll change it to whatever he wants. Yeah, whatever (laughs) Jimmy, whatever you want us to be called, that's what we'll be. Jimmy, join our show. And he knew the tagline of the show, you know, for writers, by writers who hate writing. And he, he... specifically highlighted the fact, and I found this kind of annoying but great, that they do a Carson monologue every week. And he said they're joke writers and they want to, you know, show like, this is what you do. This is how you write jokes. And he said... Sometimes they're terrible. Sometimes they're amazing. Uh, yes. So he, na- I mean, you know, you it's can't argue with that, and we'll right. prove that again later. Probably the uh, former, um, but it was so nice, and it's it was incredible. one of those things, Goldie. And I, I know we all kind of feel the same way on here, JC too. It's like sometimes during the week, I'm sure we all think like, why the fuck are we doing this? Mm-hmm, like, what yes. is this? Right like, now. Right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Last night. So every this day. is the time during the week. Usually, right now. But it's it's comments like these from people we respect and we yes. like that really keep us going. And now I feel like, well, we got to do another few months for Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Also, know, let me like, shout out. This was sent to yeah. us by, uh, I hope I'm saying this correctly, Domenico Ferrelli. So, or Dom was my guess. So, th- uh, Dom he, Ferrelli. Yo. Yeah, he's he's hey. English. So, um, hey, oh. that's where he's from. So, thank you, Dom. <laughs> the, the English, the English Italian. I love that. <laughs> Domenico Ferrelli. I like that. Um, but is so, that Jimmy- an alias of Doctor Mario Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> Our other super fan. Yes. That's right. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I I can't believe you remembered that. I know. Uh, Well, he complimented me. Of course (laughs) I remember. Oh, right. Yes, yes. He didn't Um, like you as much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then don't listen to the Jimmy Carr thing because he name checks me and, uh, you know, with you as crickets. Yeah, and they, that's another thing. He, he said, "Oh, it's the the Family Guy writers, and uh, you know the Sulk, and uh, and and the and the two comics on there go. Oh, yeah, the Sulk is funny on Twitter. So it's clear that everybody's <laughs> operating on decades old information. <laughs> like nobody knows anything about anyone anymore. But yeah. there was something from the past that they remembered. <laughs> anyway, Jimmy Carr, James, may I call you James? <laughs> Thank you so much for the shout out, and I'm sure we will. This will somehow end up in you having to do us a two our favor at some point <laughs> by being on the show. I hope you so. you uh, bring up that he said, you know, sometimes they're terrible, sometimes they're great. It, it reminds me of one of my all-time favorite weekend update jokes, which was a Colin Quinn joke. And it was John Rocker, who was the relief pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, yeah. had said these inflammatory comments about riding on the seven train to uh, Shea Stadium. And he said, you know, there's like a gay guy, whatever, and a person in a dress and someone with AIDS, whatever. He said all these things and the New York tabloids went crazy. And so Colin Quinn says, you know, Rocker said this about and he said that and he highlighted this group and he and he goes, say what you want about John Rocker. But he's definitely ridden on the seven train. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great joke. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a Ross Abrash. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, we, we'll get to Goldie. I know you had some stuff to say about Thanksgiving in a minute, but I, I just wanted this will pr- hopefully be a logical preamble for that. I'm on Cape Cod now. My my medium place, I will, I will call it my happy place. It's my OK place. Um, 
But something that I've noticed, we've been, you know, Levy is here seeing her friends. And so we've had a lot of interactions with the other parents here who we got to know over years of living here. And Goldie, I remember you had a rant a few months ago about you can't hit kids anymore, but you kind of wish that there was like the looming threat of it to help with with parenting. So I've noticed something here on Cape Cod, which is very far from the, you know, sort of hippy dippy parenting of Los Angeles where you can't even look at a kid or, you know, anything like that. On Cape Cod, and this has happened now with a few sets of parents, the kids are going nuts. You know, they're running around, they're they're eating chocolate, it's yeah. all the food of mayhem. the holidays. So they're, yeah, yeah it's mayhem. <laughs> and I've noticed several separate parents, they're not hitting their kids. I'm not going to out anyone like that. But what they do do, do, do. is they give them the real grab in the fleshy part of the arm Ooh. with the, hey, stop it. <laughs> I don't want to tell you again, stop it. And I thought to myself, is this a good middle ground? Like, can we yes. can we agree that the grabbing the arm of the kid could be in play? Like, Goldie, what do you think about this? Hmm. <laughs> Did it work? Oh, it totally worked. Interesting. It totally. It was a lot of like, I'm I'm not going to tell you again. You Here's know, where I then. thought this was going. I thought you were going to say yeah. people were hitting their kids, and then I was thinking like. Is there a service where you take a vacation where you're allowed to hit your kids? <laughs> <laughs> like you can uh, book this called? trip and you go to a place. All and the it's rules this are paradise off. where you're allowed to hit your kids, but no reason. <laughs> oh they, ha- they have security cameras, but they're tilted towards the sky. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. I mean, I, I think it's fine. I mean, it almost yeah. makes you wonder why they're scared. It means that there's some sort of history at home. It makes you well, sort of like. Let's not delve. It too seems like kind of a, a gateway to hitting your kids, though. Right. Like it seems like once you're grabbing oh, totally. the arm, when that doesn't work, next thing you know, you're hitting your kid. <laughs> I know, but but I noticed the arm grab was working. Right. It it just worked. I'll it try it good... on. I'll try it on you first. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Alec bursts into tears. At, at work. At work. Yeah. Don't put me in that room. Do not put me in that gag room again. Stop it. <laughs> I'd just be doing I wouldn't even ever be working. That's all I'd be doing. Just grabbing doing arms. You all day. <laughs> you know, grabbing and you, shoving you against walls, <laughs> telling you to get me out of whatever room I'm in. You know, uh another just very quick thing. So Rosalind Carter passed away. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Carter's oh, yeah. wife. They were married forever. She was 96, had a great life, you know, was yeah. not cheated, played her innings. And Jimmy Carter came out with this quote about her. And said, like, everything I ever did, like, she was an equal partner in. And mm. and people are going nuts, especially, you know, women are praising this comment, like, oh, finally, like, a man, what other man would say this? I, I, well, I he's, think he's, he's loopy on morphine right now. <laughs> yes, right. Let's, yes. Yeah, he does not know what he's saying, <laughs> A. But also, B, I think this is a very subtle way of throwing her under the bus, because Jimmy Carter <laughs> is known as like a big failure as a president. Like, listen, great guy. <laughs> Everybody loves him. But he was known as like a president who came in after Watergate, had everything set up for a Democratic reign for two terms, <laughs> and somehow pissed it away. So I feel like him saying like, everything I ever did, she was the equal <laughs> partner. It's like, yeah, it was her fault too. Yeah. I, didn't think uh, about I that. mean, it, it, I, I see your point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's, you know, he's on his deathbed and uh, <laughs> yeah. 
to shovel some of the blame on her, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good. So we have another amen in the corner. So Goldie, what what we got, yeah. uh, it's Thanksgiving has just passed by the time you're listening yeah. to this. And right. I know you had well, some Well, this is still topical. Okay, uh, yeah. I, a couple things. This is this first one is specifically about Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's just an idea, okay. which is like everyone likes the leftovers better anyway. True. Right? That's yeah. sort of a typical thought. I don't have to go into that. <laughs> right. So with Thanksgiving, there's always one person doing all the fucking work. Yeah. And then everyone else is doing nothing and sort of being like a self-appointed critic of, you know, like one person basically makes the whole. Day. I know there are situations where it's like everyone brings something and then like, so, you know, they split the labor. But like in most cases, it's one person yeah. doing everything. And then everyone's sitting around like a judge <laughs> eating uh, right. a meal and going, well, you know, this the turkey's not dry this year. It's like, <laughs> well, you didn't fuck you. You didn't do anything. So here's here's my thought is that the person who does everything, they after they make this huge meal, they get to eat it by themselves. Ooh. That's their reward. <laughs> that is a reward. <laughs> that everyone else gets the fuck out of there, and this Clear person out. gets to luxuriate Ooh, in, the in eating this sumptuous meal by themselves for the day. <laughs> yeah. That's Thanksgiving. Solo yes. Thanksgiving. The next day, everyone comes over Ooh. and eats the leftovers, which we agree is better yes. anyway. Yes. And then who cares if you don't like this or you don't like that? Say whatever you want. Because the person who did everything has gotten their due. Yes. I love Ooh. it. I love that. That's a, that's a bold, a bold suggestion. Okay. So now I'm going to go bolder. Here. Whoa. So Thanksgiving, November, you know, 26th in general, it's late November. Okay. Yeah. And then Christmas. And then it's also you, you get your family together and you give thanks for what you have. Then we have New Year's and you. You party and you sort of give that. These are the same thing. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a writer who's constantly recycling ideas yes. and, and just slightly tweaking them. Like it's the same thing three fucking times in a row right. for a month. And then there's like the whole year where like there's times in March where you're dying for a day. <laughs> yeah. you know? Yes. Yes. There's times in like, Spread you know, August you're like, yeah, give You're me like, a... fucking, I want a day. What are we doing? And yes. that's not even to mention Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all these other things. That like you, you see your whole family Thanksgiving, then you're like, well, well, we also better get together for Christmas. I we just saw each other. <laughs> that's true. We took this whole trip. We just had this same turkey. Yeah. Like, yep. What are we doing? And then not to because I, and I'm saying this, and part of this is selfish because my birthday is in early December. Yes. So, like, I can never get everyone together because it's just like, wow, well, you know, there's Thanksgiving and then there's a Christmas. Then yeah. there's the holiday parties and then, yes. and then New Year's. And it's like, no one wants to go out, like, December 8th for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It, that's not my birthday, but I'm not okay. giving out my actual okay, birthday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so just, like, let's fucking stop. Like, we because let me tell you something. Jesus's birthday... They were on the Hebrew calendar. So, like, it doesn't line up with our December 20th. You know, yeah. the Hebrew year is, like, in the 6,000s or something. Right. Yeah. We're making all of this up. The pilgrims oh, yeah. weren't like, time is oh, made up. we had a good harvest this year. For the rest of time, it better be on this day. Like, we can give the same thanks <laughs> in June. Yes. I love it's it. Fine. I know. I well, let's, let's try. Yeah, let's try and get Marchmas going. March Marchmas. <laughs> March giving. Whatever <laughs> one you don't giving. want to move. The new, new Year's seems like we can't move it. No. Like that's, that's the true. only one tethered to a date. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. 
Everything well, no, else is I mean, arbitrary. Well, I guess everything's arbitrary. Well, Christmas time. is tied to this date of oh, arbitrary right. magic. But man. it wasn't on I our know. calendar. Know, they weren't on our calendar. I know. It's all it's all dumb. I love this idea of I, spreading, spreading. Holidays. Spread it. It's literally <laughs> like an spread. Evite. You see that stupid paperless post animation start to unfurl your inbox and the reaction is just like oh fuck <laughs> like, it's not of, like yeah. oh good another thing it's like of oh, these same people i'm gonna see at these six parties in a row yes. yep i love i also love goldie that you you are not giving out your real birthday what do you feel people are going to do with that information <laughs> no one needs to know <laughs> well it's funny because you said december 8th and it it hit me wrong because that's the day that john lennon was killed and so i'm like well how have i not been giving goldie shit about that all these years that his birthday is <laughs> well, john lennon's birthday yeah yeah i right. know i know that makes sense yeah now. but all right you know do you want to have like a john lennon day that day and we'll just <laughs> uh, you know he loved turkey probably <laughs> yes. and we could all get together <laughs> For a meal and this just gr- think about him and <laughs> give thanks for all the Beatles music. I would do that. That is I'd a, much like more, a good time. A I'd idea. much more be into that than uh, Christmas, that's for yeah. sure. Um, Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right. Well, we've said a lot here up top, and now it's time to get to Jimmy Carr's favorite part of the show, (laughs) Johnny Jokes. Whoa, from Hollywood, here they are for Jimmy Carr. Here's Jimmy. All right. These are particularly terrible today. Jimmy, I apologize, or you're welcome. Uh, Questions about President Biden's age persisted this week as he celebrated his 81st birthday. Yeah, uh, the issue was pushed to the forefront by the annual Thanksgiving ceremony where a shaky Biden mistakenly pardoned the White House Roomba. The White House Roomba. Very good Johnny Carson word. It's the only reason I did it. Roomba. Okay. The Supreme Court has ruled that the proposed drag ban in Florida is unconstitutional. Uh, While the ruling is a blow to Governor DeSantis, at least he can continue to wear the high heels that make him appear (laughs) 5'6". High heels. Trans band. Did you know, I mean, his his wife makes him wear cowboy boots. No. His wife demands he wears, yeah, she demands he wear them. What a little dink. What a little dink that guy is. He's totally sucks. He can't even wear the shoes he wants. I know. What a little dink that guy is. All right. At a, at a recent dentist convention in Minneapolis, a fight between two men resulted in one of them dying. 
Uh, while no one knows what started the conflict, they are certain only three out of five dentists agreed. <laughs> Two of them were fighting. That was, boy, I, I almost broke my back. But the, the thing is, wouldn't, wouldn't That's good. three out of five dentists agree, but wouldn't those three have sided with one of the two in the fight? So no, they, they totally the five would have agreed. And then the one would be opposition. Like let's, the three were against both of the other let's, two. Let's let's not scrape the plaque off of that joke. <laughs> let's just let's leave that joke where it belongs, well, which is behind us now in time. A moment we will never get back. And finally, we'll be, thank we'll be brought up forever. <laughs> Gleefully. And finally, thank Christmas. Uh in the face of a record housing crunch, this is a true story, people in Toronto have started listing the other half of their bed for rent. Uh, while this may sound crazy, prospective tenants are leaping at the chance to have a one-bedroom, one-ass so close to the city center. <laughs> <laughs> I just love one-ass. One-ass. That's, that's good. Johnny, like right. take it away. Uh, well, the, Please uh, make, make Jimmy proud. <laughs> the predicted hurricane failed to materialize. Of your terrible, the terrible tornado. All right, was was but a category two. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, Just kind of sucked. Great. No. All right. Well, uh, this this is is disturbing. Uh, Bill Cosby is being sued again for oh. sexual assault. Wow. Oh. What? He has an airtight alibi. At the time, he was committing a different sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Advertisers are fleeing the social media website X after Elon Musk seemed to endorse anti-Semitic tweets. Uh, Musk maintains he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just ordering followers. (laughs) Oh, nice flip. I may have used that. I may have used that flip before, I feel like. I love that. I love that. I love that. <clears throat> uh, you know, I'll do this one as a norm. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a new poll shows support for abortion at a record high. Pollsters are crediting friends' shitty kids. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> well... This week, Rosalind Carter passed away. Uh, She's survived by her husband of 77 years, former President Jimmy Carter. I think we found our new golden bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) And I I guess I'll do this next one could be a Johnny. It could be a Norm. This is my end. Finally, it could be a Leno. I think I think I'm going to do it as a Leno. Do it. Okay. I was dying for a Leno. I believe it's a good joke. So I'm not doing it to say like it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was very interesting story. Hey, Kevin, did you hear about this? Oh, I don't know what you're going to say yet. Jay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but I do want to know in general if people have read it or heard about it, you know, because I hope familiar with it. <laughs> okay. According to a new study, sex toys may cause diabetes. <laughs> if you get diabetes from a sex toy, you're putting it in the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That was a great delivery. Uh, oh well, first God. of all, I, I got a couple things to say about your Leno. First yeah. of all, I love it. Yeah. The, the first it's thing gotten it rem- sloppy. 
It's but I love sloppy. I love the sloppy Leno. I think that helps. There, there's something about it when you first start doing it because you do that little whining your way into it. It sounds like there's a mosquito in the room, you know. And you go, yeah, and then there's a part of it in the middle where you sound like, oh, this is this is a brave deaf comedian. <laughs> like the way you say it, you're like, brave. I'm in Nathan. <laughs> Just like, the speech has gotten everything in the skull has loosened. Over right. the course of years, and it's not. There's gaps. There's air. There's. I love it. There's, I love it. the The brain is not as tightly wired into the nervous system to the mouth as it was. Yes. So there's a slight. Just all these factors create some chaos, right? And and feel free because it seemed like you were you were handling a lot there. Like feel free to throw to me as Kevin Eubanks if you want. Uh, like, Kevin, have you heard of this? No, man. You know, I'll just I'll do a quick thing in there and then we'll be gone. You have to know. I I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> anyone heard of this? No, no one's heard. No one's heard. No one's heard. No man. No, Little, no, no one. So no, so no one knows. I'm the only one. I'm, I guess I'm the only one reading the paper. Am I getting like a special edition that just has stories that aren't real? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's like we did his, it. This is his waiting for Godot. It's like yeah. no one's heard of. No one's heard he of just it. Just do an entire stage play <laughs> where he unravels because no one's heard of it. <laughs> yeah, he never gets to the punchline. Am, am I dead? Am I dead? Come in, my dad. Is it serious? Not one person in this room has heard this. Um, is it real? Uh, am I speak? Am I speaking English? Is this a language I made up? Oh God, those were fun. Can I? Yeah? I'm going to do a quick interjection. Next sure. week is Joel Rubin. Oh, L.A. Times reporter Joel Rubin. And yes. then talk um, about a slow news day. <laughs> oh, God, I have to keep that. <laughs> We're excited uh, for Joel Rubin. Yes. Oh, God. Those are funny, ridiculous Johnny jokes today. Um, <laughs> very fun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now, in the in the spirit of Thanksgiving and Goldie, I know you you have a bunch of uh, potential, is this something, is this anything stories, which were great and we'll get to in a second. I just wanted to throw this thing out. Thanksgiving, you spend a lot of time with your family. It, I feel like something that you do often is watch movies. You have different generations of people together. And I feel like ever since we've been kids, there's been this very set list of like, here are the three best movies ever, and that's all you can talk about. Planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> well, all three of those. By the way, I love 
that if you want to put that in the conversation, I think that's worthwhile. But people always talk about Citizen Kane. They talk about uh, The Godfather, which I love, in fairness. They talk about Gone with the Wind. You know, there are these movies that are always right there at the top. I want to throw four movies into that conversation that I think our generation has the duty to, you know, we're, we're changing this conversation now because we're the age of the people that used to force these movies on us saying Citizen yeah. Kane, you know, yeah. The Godfather. That's it. That's all you okay, can talk Okay, can I guess? Can I guess? Sure. Yes. Brassed off. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Could you guess a smaller movie? Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, you've got one. No, so here here are four movies I want to put forward to potentially talking about in the conversation of greatest movies of all time. Forrest Gump. I want to put that one in there. I think it deserves to be in the conversation. I contend that Forrest Gump is like the Thanksgiving dinner of movies. There are so many dishes. There's so much to consume there. You laugh, okay. you cry. Yes. Um, Goodwill Hunting. I think yeah, the more that I, I watch that. Goodwill Hunting, the better it gets. It's, it's not your fault. It's an incredible. Yeah, it's not your fault. It's an incredible, uh, incredibly emotional movie. Now and let's do a take where you say it is his fault. <laughs> <laughs> let's just see if that takes us anywhere fun. <laughs> now can you say it's not your fault, like a Southern preacher? <laughs> Get Robin Williams is you know different shades and yeah. all right. So what have I done? Goodwill Hunting. Forrest Gump, Back to the Future. Yes. I think Back to the Future should be in the conversation of one of the best movies ever, Goldie. I know that's something you've only seen once. I think you got to get, watch it with your kids and then see what yeah, happens. Yeah, And the, yeah, go ahead, Goldie. What do you got? I did. Oh, what happened? They didn't like it. Oh. So I grabbed him really hard by both arms. <laughs> <laughs> and then they goddamn well liked it. Duck. And the, the fourth movie I'm going to throw forward, Rocky. Oh. I think Rocky is one of the best sports movies ever and one of the best love stories ever. And especially knowing the whole story of how Stallone wrote it and pushed for it and pushed for himself to be in it, I think Rocky deserves to be mentioned. Have uh, you watched that? Greatest... Have you watched that with, yeah. with Levy? Oh, yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. We haven't watched Rocky with Levy, but okay. I, I, I've seen Rocky recently. I, I mean, I love all these movies, of course. That's why I'm... I'm mentioning them. But I think we have a duty to change this list of Citizen Kane, Gone with the Wind. The Godfather, I'm, I'm totally You've created fun. a straw man. No one is making anyone watch Gone with the Wind. <laughs> yeah. No, but they're, they're not making them watch it, but it's always brought up in the conversation of best movies ever. And I think these other movies, we, we are now getting older. Yeah. Sure. We deserve to make Our list. these rules and say, th this is what we think. Okay. Okay. Come on. I mean, I this think is, I stand. This is my I feel like you're you're in moment. straw man land here, but okay. Stop. I mean, I appreciate it. And you've named good good memories, so, but no one's stopping you from showing these movies. Stop saying straw man. I can tell you like it. What are you going to start saying? <laughs> Gaslighting next. Stop using these buzzwords. And to Maybe I me. will. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that did that got zero traction or help from either of you. No, but I like the movies. I just don't think anyone's being made to watch Citizen Kane. I don't agree. Well, if you go I've to a film class, you are right on Thanksgiving. 
<laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm saying it gets talked about. Oh, Never so you're mind. now just talking about the list of greatest movies. Yes. But everyone uh, yes. says those are part of the list of greatest movies. No, they don't. No one What's says Brassed Off is on that list. No, so that would be new information. <laughs> is that your next top I, five there? I want those to be included on the list. And okay. I, I, can't tell, All right. I can't tell what kind of reaction I'm getting from you two. It's very frustrating. So let's move well, into, is this something? Well, I, just, I just am very impressed to watch you dropkick that straw man in the head. <laughs> I'd stop saying straw man. <laughs> and then you're like ripping his, his stuffing out. It's, you're peeing on I kick him. The, I kick the shit out of that <laughs> straw man. <laughs> All right, Goldie, get to your is this anything because we want to get out of here. We're not yeah, doing a long so show. Yeah, so again, this is a segment we've done a few times where we take a story we've seen in the news or it might be current, it might not, and we just kind of analyze it from a writer's perspective and see is there an angle here for a pitch or a story or just anything, yeah. you know, because these are in- these struck me as interesting, and yes. I'd, I'd love to hear both of your opinions on this. So Excellent. the first thing was something I learned, I believe I first encountered it from the History Vids Twitter account, maybe. Oh, yeah. But it was that apparently Lewis and Clark, in their <laughs> journey across America, had become incredibly constipated. And, <laughs> yes. And back then, basically, the laxatives of the day were literally radioactive. Like, it yeah, was, like you mercury. would dose yourself with an enormous amount of mercury... Which yeah. would bore its way through your system, and then you would just splatter everywhere. <laughs> You'd but, shit a, a metal brick. So apparently, Lewis and Clark left a trail of radioactive diarrhea throughout their journey, and that yes. archaeologists have now been able to precisely trace their path because of their trail of radioactive shit. Yes, Is I this just that. fun to say? <laughs> or is this anything? Yeah. Well, the, 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 I will say what this is immediately is a Family Guy cutaway. Yes, like this. This certainly can at least that was exist. my first thought of like yeah. we can do something at work. But yeah, please yes. continue. This this can certainly exist in Family Guy. Now I know there was a uh, terrible movie with um, Chris Farley and uh, Matthew Perry. I feel like where yeah, uh, they, I know because I rest in peace. I thought I had this idea originally, and then it turned out it had been done. Right, and that's oh. kind of like a a mock Lewis and Clark, right? Almost like heroes. The, I think yeah. it actually was Lewis and Clark, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think it can be, I don't know what it is. Because to me, this is like, <laughs> it's a funny beginning to a comedy is, that explains, it's like, look at these people working in archaeology or working in history. And, and this and this guy saying this, you know, this is an incredibly value, you, you present like, we have this incredibly value artifact. We've made this very important discovery. Yeah. Of Lewis and Clark's radioactive diarrhea. (laughs) And it's like, I want to take, and then it's city slickers of like, I want to take this journey with my wife, my child I'm distant from, my brother who I'm estranged from, my dad who's dying, who was a history buff or something. Oh, yeah. That you say, and then you kind of go through it, and you know, part of it is still untrod wilderness and then part of it is like you're walking through a bowling alley that's been built you know right with all can your I, gear can I, can I throw out a potential title sure oh. shitty slickers <laughs> wow that's really good that's pretty good I mean that's at least in the pitch 
totally. Yeah, how you right, describe yeah. it. You say it's basically shitty slickers. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, but you could, because the heart is there. Because say you do it with a, my, my dad's dying. I've been estranged from him. All he cares about is history. Right. I never cared about it. And you're like, because of this diarrhea, I can take this journey with him. And then you walk across. And then it's that, you know, that Reese Witherspoon movie where you hike the Appalachian Trail. It's that. It's the trials right. and travails of doing it. It's some American history. It's this relationship. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, you know what? You know what? What doesn't? It certainly doesn't bump us. But I feel like there are certain people that went to us. The word diarrhea is hysterical. they hate diarrhea, they and hate it could it. have been solid BMs. <laughs> right? <laughs> they were no, it doesn't have to be that, right? Because <laughs> like, is this anything? Sometimes it's the idea that gets you to the idea. Yeah. But right to me is that like a funny way in? Certainly, but you're right that. Yeah. This has been pro- probably the biggest impediment in my career. Yes. Is it's, I think diarrhea is funnier than other people do. <laughs> I know. Some, what's wrong with people that they don't all think that's hilarious? Well, I didn't, when, I, when you first sent it to, to us, I didn't go the route of humor, which is weird. I was thinking it was more like an episodic show, like the show Bones. So it's like every every time there's all these mysteries to be solved and they're like, let's check the sample. And so like everywhere they went, they would like check, go to the next spot. I don't know, wherever that mystery was, it just happened to be where Lewis and Clark From the creators of Bones, (laughs) diarrheas. (laughs) I, I also think that. It could be a very good, like, like Christopher Guest style mockumentary. Lewis of, like, and Sharks. Two, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Of like, two, of like, you know, a couple of serious um, scholars, historians, and uh, yeah. scientists who head out on the trail and then mix discovering that they were lovers, in fact. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be great. I love that. Yeah. But it, it could also be like, you know, something like that intercut with flashbacks of like what lewis and clark ate you know that yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good that's, that's, well that, that's a good framing device is that you do the mockumentary but in a way that documentaries have been modernized since his movies came out and they now do that stuff of recreations and going back and found yeah. footage or whatever i think that would make it seem contemporary yeah I like yes. that i mean it's Same. it's certainly hilarious i like <laughs> it all happen yeah uh let's move on yeah. So the second is there have been these news stories that Vladimir Putin uses <laughs> a body double and that right. they claim this. they've caught him being in two places at once. Um, and then there were claims that Putin had already died. And the like, I think that the most obvious way to go would be, uh, you know, the president dies and the and the body double is like president. Stands. Yeah. I started to wonder, is it like. The body double dies, but everyone thinks the president dies, and no one believes that the president is actually the president, Ooh. even though he is, and the president has to prove he's not the body double. Yes, I like this twist. Oh, the body like double that. kills the president. Right. The president right. kills the body double. President and the body double are lovers. <laughs> the body double <laughs> is kidnapped, horrible. and the Ooh. president has to act disappear. I don't know. I, I just... I, I, these things are all like fun to think about. I don't know if ultimately they're anything. Did it spark anything in you? Well, we've got we've got one scene fully written out in the mirror. You know that that you got that <laughs> sure. Yeah, in your back pocket. A potential title would be Ask Putin. I don't know. 
<laughs> I feel like he should have. Oh, like I get it. Eight I just got body it. doubles. That took a second. It was a time release joke. <laughs> JC, what did I you think? I feel like he should have Putin's? like eight, eight body doubles or something. And then they all sort of start, it becomes like a spy thriller and they all start turning on each other because they're, yes. they're drunk with power. Like and, a Jason Bourne style thing yeah, where like one or, is trying to kill the other seven. Yeah. Or there was that show where that woman had all those, like she played all these different spies. Is that Natasha Leone, that thing? No, that, but I think it's similar to that. Yes. But yeah, yeah. I guess Because you get into Groundhog Day territory pretty quickly. Yeah. But I, like I'm picturing an open scene, uh, it, like if you were doing the 80s or 90s movie and it's like the alarm clock rings, the hand goes on <laughs> I and love the it. coffee gets poured. <laughs> That you do this, and then you somehow indicate visually that this is happening simultaneously in three places that look Ooh. identical. Like they've set up three identical yeah. people in, so they yeah. can film like the president whenever, wherever. At oh, that's great. The president's the presidential palace, but two of them are sets, and one of them's the real one. Wow! Right, and yeah. then it's. You know, and do you do it? Do you do it really with Putin, or does that not matter? Could you have it be like? Oh, just, I don't, no, uh, I I don't think it matters that it's Putin. Yeah. It, it, right. In fact, it starts. The problem with like, I always find, and I liked this show, but the problem with using the actual person is it starts to seem very quickly like that's my Bush. Like right. it, it just starts to seem like beyond farce in a way yeah. that it's it the there's such diminishing returns. Right. Um, right. Because you, you just kind of go, no, I get it. Now they're parodying this. Now they're parodying that. Like, it, it seems. It, and was Dave something along the, these lines? Yeah. The, oh, the yes. president was I love killed? Or, what what the was president, Dave? The president falls into a coma. And oh. then there's this guy who looks just like the president who they bring in there to be the president. But he's like a much nicer guy. And he starts yeah. to be like a better president, a better husband, all that kind of stuff. Um, and Dave is is a really I, I hesitate to use this term. It's a wonderful movie. Huh. No, that's um, I, that's that sounds good. I remember liking it. Yeah. I, I I wonder if if this is some sort of spy thriller where you set up the double so they're in a summit with like the American president and they mm. assassinate the president, thinking that like oh well then our this double will be assassinated. Have you know because it's the yeah. only way you can get to another country's leader is to have a summit and then you arm them and then you. They oh, kill the other country's leader, and then it's like, well, you just took out our double. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I, I, love I like that. Like, I like that, that. That seems more like a drama, obviously, well, which this is, is not really our wheel. I will but. definitely say this is something, but it is yeah. also something for one of those writers who's not like me, who has like a real math mind and yeah. can right. can sort of play chess and figure out like the, you know five moves ahead you could like, do it you just don't want to put cards on a board honestly no <laughs> no i don't literally I don't, if I don't you would want, write on cards to, and and tack them in front of you you could do it i don't even want to stand up to put the cards on the board <laughs> let alone putting yeah. them up there i understand <laughs> So this next thing, I'm going to skip one. I'm going to go ahead to this. So there was this New Yorker profile of the actor Jeremy Strong like yeah. a year or two ago, and he caught a lot of shit for it because he claimed to be so into this role of Kendall Roy and not to know where Kendall ended and he began. I thought like at the time it was just kind of funny and, and inarguably he's doing, he did an amazing job, right? Like yes. he created an iconic character in one of the greatest shows ever. Yep. But now I think it's it's a little more interesting in that the show, the show has ended. 
Yeah. And kind of where my mind went was like he didn't make as much money as you think. And then he asked to actually go and be in a corporate world after having played this <laughs> corporate character, which in some ways prepared him to be in this world. And in other ways, he doesn't have the proper background. And in a way, it's a little bit like a show I worked on, The Grinder, where Rob Lowe played a sort of TV drama attorney who then went back to, it was Iowa or Idaho, and then he became an actual attorney. But that might not be the right angle, because it might just be like an actor who can't get out of a role. Yes. Yeah. Or just, (laughs) like, there's something, I don't know what it is, but there's something in how serious he is that is really hilarious (laughs) to me. And I'm wondering if we can figure out something about, like, the actor who... He was beloved as an actor and then hated as himself. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, and he and plays like an asshole, but that asshole he's playing is him. Right. So yes. then people don't like him because he's an asshole, but they also like watching him. And it's like they like watching him do it, but they don't like to experience it in real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. JC, you had, you had well, some I was thoughts thinking, on this? I, I thought of it as like when he's getting into character – so every day he wakes up and he's got these daily affirmations. So it's like this is how he every day gets really pumped up and he's like, I'm, you know, I'm powerful. I'm this, I'm that. And then so every, maybe it would be like a TV show where he's such a good actor slash liar to himself that he believes these lies, right? I guess that's what method right. acting kind of is. Yeah. And every day he he has a different daily affirmation. And that day becomes based off of that you know, I like that. We're, we're, that's a great idea. That's a great okay. idea. That's a great idea for any show, by the <laughs> way. If, if somebody wakes up, has a daily affirmation, and then has to live that day by that yes. affirmation, I think that's awesome. I love right. that. So yeah, that's like becomes the Simpsons couch gag, right? <laughs> right. It, right. Oh yeah. You're you're. It's a the thing you're looking for. The Seinfeld stand up. The thing you're looking for. The beginning of the episode to shape the episode. Yeah. Yes. 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 Like I didn't realize the Simpsons couch gag had anything to do with it. The doesn't. I mean, I, but, but I'm just saying it's Seinfeld something does. to look forward to. Right, it's yes. different yes. each time because uh, maybe I, I, the, maybe the person doesn't do the affirmation some weeks, right? Like right, and you guess what it is or something. Or, At, yeah. By the way, I, I believe that. Jeremy Strong may still be sitting on that bench looking out at the water. <laughs> like, yeah. I think that's how into that role he was. I don't think he ever left the bench. Well, it also implies that if you have to prepare that much that you're so different from that person that, you know, it implies that like, oh, in his real life, he's not like that. Like you could do the opposite where someone who's playing a Kendall or a Logan Roy and then that thing ends and and they're so ineffectual they they can never get the satisfaction they had on the show where people would listen to them right you know it's <laughs> yes. a little bit it, it it feels a little bit like a bad 80s sitcom like <laughs> totally. you know well, the, king, he, the king of the office is you know the popper at home i, I don't <laughs> right. love right. that but my mind kind of goes well there. you know you know a movie that that it's not exactly what you're saying but a movie that kind of got that right um uh, which is a movie I love is Galaxy Quest. Yeah, like, yeah. They I remember really... liking that movie. So what that was? They were pretending to be Star Trek, oh, and then yeah. they got kidnapped by actual aliens. Was that what that was? Correct, correct. In particular, the lead actor played by Tim Allen, who's the Captain Kirk of right. of the show, was like you know beloved Star Trek conventions, you know autographs, all that kind of stuff. But in real life, he's you know kind of a drunk asshole, and through 
the the real mission where they get kidnapped by aliens and have to really uh, be like a crew of a of a starship like he becomes this much better guy like they 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 figured out a way to do that in a nice way i think the way we're talking about is not quite as like sweet and heartwarming (laughs) okay so then that gives me two different ideas yeah the first would be that the whole cast of this show about this iconic business family then goes into some business together (laughs) i love that i always love that because it's like via the acting strikes or whatever they're so typecast as these characters they can't get out of it Yes. The second is that, and this is this is just kind of really ripping off the DNA of Galaxy Quest, but you know, no, it's been so long. I think you, yeah, yeah, no one would blame you. Which is that, like, you know, everything's beamed to outer space or whatever, and the aliens don't know the difference between fact and fiction. They think everything's yes. true, so they think these are the most important people on Earth. And then oh, they bring yeah. them to their planet to, you know, it's like, yeah. we want to start an economy or we are having this problem. Yeah. Like, you're really good at dealing. We have this other civilization that wants to kill us and whatever, and you know how to do all this. So teach right. us. You know, yes. it's like, well, we can't tell them, you know, and then the cast <laughs> is is then having their own succession where it's like, well, who's in, who says you're in charge just because you play your charge? Yes. Well, it's like, well, they think I'm in charge because on the show I'm in charge. And it's like, well, right. you know, maybe we could change the show, you know, and it's like, we need the writer. You got to beam him up here and then you get the writer. It's like, oh, it feels there's like a it's lot already there. written. Yeah. And, and yeah. There's something, there's something inherently funny about actors anyway. Like actors when they're not acting is like kind yes. of a yeah. funny, sad thing. It also <laughs> yes. like there might be a way to combine it with the Putin thing where it's like this person's so incredible. Ooh. We need to get them in to do this important world leader to yeah. do some espionage, to do something. <laughs> or it. just like off of the Putin thing, like maybe they discover like get, getting back to that Putin idea that like the Putin double is actually way better at governing than the real Putin. So the, the, right. the government, unbeknownst to the real Putin, has kind of shifted the real power to the double. And Ooh. wants to assassinate the real one. Ooh. Love and it. Make love the it. fake one the real one. I love this it. This is great. That's but that person has like a crisis of conscience because they're... And so they're trying to teach the other guy to be better because they know <laughs> if he doesn't improve... The intelligence service is going to kill him. (laughs) But the guy thinks he's the president and shouldn't be listening to anyone. It's like, you don't understand. And so then it's like the two escape together. They look exactly alike. They're chained together Uh, or whatever. And like, I love it. I love it. It's kind of funny. That's good. It's fun to think about. So we'll do one more. The one of them I put in there doesn't strike me as fun right now, but this last one does, which is. And it's not, listen, there are serious allegations, not allegations against this person. This person has been convicted of a shitty crime. That's not, we're going to just conveniently set that off to the side. Ignore that for now. But the part is that porn star Ron Jeremy to be released to private residence amid rape case deteriorating health is the report. But is there something (laughs) funny about a a former porn star going into a nursing home. Yes, yes. Oh, like very or funny. like a retirement community. <laughs> like not from prison, but just yeah. Old just in porn life. star <laughs> checks yes. into community of people who had become accustomed to a certain way of life, had become rigid, who maybe their yeah. lives had become unexciting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have, I have a show. Porn star shows up who still has like a zest for life. 
Yeah, into this he's environment. A, he's a robe, robe open porn Ooh. star. At the, yeah, uh, and it could home. be a woman too. Like I think that. Yeah. You know, oh, that's true. You could go either way with this. That it's like this. This brassy lady shows up. You know <laughs> right. who's How like, and it's and it really is a version of the Golden Bachelor. It's like, come on, we're not dead yet. Well, I have an idea. So Ron Jeremy type Good. character comes in. He moves into this is um old folks home however whatever you call that and he's like the ladies man like all the ladies are like finally someone who knows what they're doing oh and you know he's yep. he's good with the ladies and he's like the king of the the home then the golden bachelor decides to move in to this <laughs> particular home and suddenly like all the ladies are like he's so sweet he listens to everything i say he, he makes my heart pitter patter and all the women start liking him and then ron and gary start sort of battling for the ladies but then they learn from each other and become you know buddies like a buddy thing so oh that's sweet <laughs> i like that i it it hearing it this is what i want to do okay is i want to take well first it's like this Porn star shows up and they're like, don't you have, you know, just in his robe and, and then they would say, don't you have any luggage or everything? This is all I have. <laughs> it's all I need. It's all I need. <laughs> he just yeah, has it's a suddenly robe. funny. But I wonder, is there, there a movie in the style of the old Walter Matthau, Jack Lemon movies, yes. which you don't really like see these anymore, but could you bring them back with a, some very funny old actors and and everyone we think of is in their prime. And I'll say this after having watched the new Frasier, which maybe we should talk about separately. Oh, but yeah. like you get like Kelsey Grammer. All these people are old now. Yeah, like they're yeah. the right age to do this. So it's like the, the, the home is functioning in a certain way. People have lost hope. It's mundane, whatever. Porn star moves in. It's starting to get with all the ladies. And these Walter Matthau, Jack Lemon people are like, you know, we can't let this happen. Like, we yeah. gotta stand <laughs> yeah. up to this. And, it, and it's like they're starting to be better. But, but with the idea of making this other guy look bad or to try yeah. to drive him out the home just to get the home back to the way it was, which is how right. they liked it. Yes. Which was quiet, that. you know. But in, and it's just a very small, like the stakes aren't huge in this, but it's just a very small, funny look at life in a nursing home that you could you know, get like a Michael Douglas or you, yes. you could maybe get yeah. serious actors to play this with some gravitas yes. Yes. of just, you know, when someone comes in and expects you to be sexual at this age, it's and all these things that maybe you would put behind you, but they also make you realize you'd gotten lazy and yeah. you'd exercised passion from your life because he didn't want to get hurt again. But what's so bad about getting hurt one more time is at least you're feeling something like there seems to yeah. be maybe a smaller a good message. Yeah. Comedy in this. And that, that is identical to the, the message of the golden bachelor, but just, you know, cause then if this porn star dies suddenly of a heart attack, you have your act to break. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah. So maybe the other men, like you were saying, they start, exercising like they start taking better care of themselves he starts suddenly inspiring them to become healthier because this, yeah like, wait are, are we talking about exercising or, or exorcising? exorcising i was I talking know. about exorcising right but, and i that made me think I, of exercising. you know there's obviously like the scene of the guy goes to get the cialis from the doctor and the doctor is more belligerent and making it harder than he would think you know it's like you just go in you tell him x y and z and it's like yeah. well listen i'm not just giving this stuff out 
Well, also, if if you if you have a nurse on duty whose name is Alice, that would be good because then you get to see Alice and there's a lot of confusion oh, right there. Oh, that's funny. But Because <laughs> okay. uh, the scene could, of the first boner in 20 years, if it's like it's going up. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be like, like you know, uh, like Van Nuys Acres or Chatsworth Hills retirement home. So it's like where yeah. the porn industry is sort of housed. Oh, that's housed. funny, right? Yeah, I love this. I, I love, I love that one. That that one's. I mean, it's small. We, it's not like it's it's like a little independent movie with good actors and a heartfelt message. Well, that could be the tagline on the poster. It could be like a small comedy with a big dot 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 heart. <laughs> that's great <laughs> that's i mean the thing is you can't get ron jeremy obviously but you could no. it could be like a real star turn for a former porn actor who's now like yeah 78 and who's been right. out of it who would know what this was yes wow. yeah i love it i love it and Give especially because to- they were in an era where it was all clandestine and taboo and and now it's just so yeah. out there that they yeah. missed the whole thing right. we may have to have uh asa kira as a consultant on this if you don't know who i don't that is. i don't know Google who that it. is i don't know who okay that is. i do i do i sure do oh so uh you know just google her and maybe we get her involved <laughs> just maybe this is a don't consultant google. to help there's, there's not anyone help. in porn i will admit to knowing <laughs> maybe don't google <laughs> Um, all right, those Never are great. Didn't know who Ron Jeremy was. No, no, no. It's a, uh, us as a she. Um, <laughs> but I thank you, Goldie, for bringing these very yeah, funny these stories awesome. to our attention. These are always it's fun. always fun to do. I got to yeah, say. yeah. No, yeah. we got to do that again sometimes. And, and I do. If anyone listening wants to develop any of these with us, yes, let us know. <laughs> we'll Please call call Jimmy Carr and let him know. Um, All right. Well, that was fun. And now it's time to get to a portion of the show we like to call Top Five. Top Five. Beautiful. (laughs) JC, this was your topic. Go ahead. All right. Top Five Skills. Even I struggled with this, but I will go first. Okay. All right. Here we go. My number five is uh, I would love the skill to be able to Pick locks. Oh. I'd like to be able to pick nice. locks. Yeah, we have similar. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then my number four, I mean, all of mine are kind of similar to themselves. <laughs> number four is code breaking. I would love, oh, I always like think I'm good at it. overlap. But, oh, yeah. Wow, nice. Yes. Okay, number three, negotiating or haggling. I can't do that. Okay. Can't like yep. go. To, I can't even go to a flea market and go. No, five dollars. I can't even do that. Number yep. two, speed reading. Would love mm. to know. My dad can do that. My dad really? can do that. Yep. And my number one. This actually. These are in no particular order. Didn't but you my just num- say number three, speed reading? Uh, I meant to say number two. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Number three no, was negotiated. Number- okay. Okay. Yeah, you said it. Okay. Uh, and my number one, number one, is card counting. Oh, that's a good yes. one. That is a good one. All right, Goldie, go ahead. Uh, okay, number five, dancing. Ooh, <laughs> wish I could. Wish I could yes. confidently get out there and do it, and they'd <laughs> form a circle around me and start clapping. And yeah, go Goldie. Instead of just go feeling, Goldie. yeah, go instead Goldie. of just feeling go. so go. conspicuous every time I slightly move. Uh, number four would be flying a plane, just to be mm-hmm. in. 
in my seat knowing Ooh, that if I had incredible. to, I could land it. Yes. It would be a nice yep. feeling. Yep. Number three, code breaking. What? <sighs> Amazing. Number two would be sports line making. But if I could, <gasps> oh, yeah. if I knew enough to really tell, you know, know that the line was off or on at a sports book and be able to bet on either side of that accurately, that would huge. be yeah. just huge. Yeah, huge. Awesome. Cool. And number one would be perfect pitch to instrument coordination. <gasps> that if I could wow. think music, hear music, and then just go to an instrument and just play it perfectly. Yeah. I would love to be able to do that. That's, That's amazing. Those yeah. are great. Uh, all right. Number five for me, top five skills I wish I had. Number five, good with cars. Like Ooh. I wish I could, you know, if there was a problem with the car, if I wish I could fix it. I wish I knew what the hell it's was all, going it's on. It's all chips nothing. now. That that era has sailed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Maybe you're right. All right. So number <laughs> number four, kind of related to that, handy around the house. I yes. wish I was, you know, I wish I could fix things around the house. But fixing is like a big theme here. Yeah, number three. And Goldie, this is similar to something you said a few weeks ago and kind of similar to your number one, singing. Like, oh, I wish I was a sing. great singer. And I thought about other instruments, but then I thought, well, no, you can you can kind of teach and practice yourself, uh, you know, yourself to get good at an instrument, but you can't really teach yourself to be a great singer. Like, you just have to kind of have it. Right. So singing. Number two for me, Goldie, this is one you already have, cooking. I wish I could cook. I can't. I can't. I'm not that very good. Well, I think you are. And number (laughs) one, Goldie, I'm surprised this wasn't on there. Dunk a basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Listen, you could if the hoop is seven (laughs) feet. No, no, no. On (laughs) on a regulation, on a regulation hoop. Oh, all right. That was fun. I agree. That was fun. Uh, JC, good topic. Thank you. Okay, so next week, top five. This is. Top five New York phrases. So these are like the top five phrases you would hear in and around New York. That's great. So I think that'll be fun. We'll get to that next week. And uh, now we're going to end our episode as we do every week on a high note. Wow. That was (laughs) long. All right, I'll, I'll, let me jump in. Uh, my high note this week is pretty simple. It was just uh, family over this week. I had a great pre-Thanksgiving meal with my family, um, spending a lot of time with Tall's family, as we do every year down in New Jersey. I always have such a great time with them. So uh, it was just really nice to be with them, in particular in this year, which has been challenging uh, for a lot of people, and I think it's going to be really nice for us to spend those days together. Oh, that's lovely. You want to go, Goldie? Uh, mine is I have caught the pickleball craze. <gasps> oh, I'm jealous. That my wow. uh, I took a lesson with my older kid, and then my wife brought me to a, a match with two of her friends, and it is so friggin' fun. I know. And I got to do it hard, and like the right amount of activity. Awesome. And you just don't have just to to do gratifying things is not that difficult. And I would recommend you take your tennis court and convert it to a pickleball court because I think that's, you would have way more fun. Oh my god, uh, that's great! So cool! Wow! 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 I got to do that. So uh, my high note 
is um, my my dear husband Stu. I know it's been a while. No, I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. But um, it's been a while. He's been just unbelievably strong and supportive of me for the past month. I've been really struggling, and he's been absolutely amazing through the whole thing. So, oh, um, yeah. I can see you getting emotional. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> so, right, yeah. well, I'm I'm glad he has to deal with it. Good job, Stu. <laughs> 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 Um, that was a fun episode. Goldie, thanks for all yeah. those very funny topics. Awesome. JC, thank you for always being awesome. Thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you again next week. I already did it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was fun. From the creators of Bones, Diarrheas.